All right. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another day of Saber Sims DFS Office Hours. It is Friday, October 13th of 2023. Oh my gosh, Friday the 13th. Uh, but for those of you who are not so superstitious to just be another ordinary day here. But for those of you who are new here, welcome. My name is Andrew. I'm one of the coaches over here at Saber Sims, the show where we come over how to use the Saberson app, answer any and all DFS-related questions. You get your questions in one of three ways here. First off, send us an email, support at sabersim.com. Second off, post it live in the YouTube chat. Third way, post it in the Office Hours channel in our Discord server. If you're not in our Discord, want to get access to that channel, there is a link in the description of this video. Get access to our similar channels, individual sport channels. Get access to other members of the Sabersim team outside of myself here, and we have a lot of sharp members in the community happy to give their thoughts and give and take feedback with you guys all day long. So great place to be if you are trying to get better as a DFS player. But with that being said, uh, not a ton going on today. We have a two-game NHL slate. We will have NHL all weekend. Looking to the weekend, there's a ton of stuff going on. We have NFL main slate. We have MLB Showdown returning on Sunday, NASCAR on Sunday, 12-fight MMA card. We have college football tomorrow. We have PGA Showdown all weekend. No better time to try us out if you are not joined up with us. We have a five-day free trial, which you can find details to in the description of this video. Before we get started, I want to remind you guys ahead of the Sunday main slate, if you're not signed up for our weekly max challenge, get signed up. The link to this page is in the description. Use the green enter the challenge button. This is a free promotion giveaway we are doing. We are just giving you guys awesome prizes, weekly prizes, season-long prizes. All you need to do, use the Saberson logo as your avatar on DraftKings. Fill out our short form so we can send you guys stuff and max enter one of the mini max contests on the DraftKings Sunday main slate. That is all you need to do to take advantage of these awesome prizes. And you can still, even if you haven't signed up yet, you can still earn season-long prizes. So take advantage of it while it is here. And with that said, going to get into the Sabersome app here, going to hit the questions that came in in Discord, and then we will hit any live questions that come in. So if you have a question, now is a great time to get that in to the chat as always. So first question here says... This NFL season, I feel like my list of exposures read like a list of the slate's highest owned players. I'm getting far fewer lower owned guys that I'm overweight on using SaberSim default projections, usually a few uniques and starting by risk adjusted ROI. I make some manual adjustments, but most of them are to get the chalky players down and some of my favorite lower owned plays up in exposures. Any tips for building more contrarian GPPs? GPP lineups. I think this is a really good question. I think that you're doing just fine. And, you know, in our weekly reviews, if you guys haven't seen them, they're up on the YouTube channel. So if you go to our YouTube channel, you go to playlists, you go to how to be, oh, I'm sorry, you go to Coach's Corner here. Uh, we have our week weekly main slate reviews. So we've done week one, two, three, four, five. This is with Max Steinberg and myself. Uh, most of you guys know that Max is a high stakes pro, been playing DFS for about a decade here has a Millie win under his belt here. So just very well respected in the, in the DFS community, very sharp, uh, really enjoy those shows with him. And in our latest review here, you know, for like the largest field contest, chalk is still being played at like a fair rate. And, and what chalk is, is, you know, up for debate, but I would say that higher owned players are still, in the best sim ROI lineups, it looks like, you know, from, from what I've seen here is that the highest sim ROI lineups have plenty of pieces that are highly owned and maybe two or three places 
where they are pivoting or getting different. And the what I've seen is like players like under 10% owned. Most of these lineups, you know, two to three spots where they're getting different, right? And then in the smaller field stuff, there's maybe only one or two pieces in their lineup where they're getting different. And all of those lineups have nine players in it. So if you look at the larger field, you know, six to seven players with, with quite a bit of ownership, uh, even those lineups are grading out really well in the Sims here. And so what that's been telling me here lately is like, hey, you don't have to get so different. You do not have to get so contrarian from the field and play a lineup that is like completely off the wall. You just need to get different enough. And I think that's a big thing that contest sims can teach you is like, hey, I don't need to get to the old, the 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 true optimal. I do not need to get to the highest scoring lineup possible. I just need to play lineups that beat the other lineups in my contest. And those lineups can have players with decent ownership in them. So it sounds like you're doing a lot of the right things. It sounds like, you know, you are using contest sims, you're making adjustments for diversification, you're using risk-adjusted ROI, you're making small tweaks to minimax exposures depending on what you're seeing in your research. All of that sounds really good. I was talking to somebody like within the last couple of days here in support around just like NFL results here. So if you look at the NFL season, there's 18 regular season main slates now, right? There used to be less. Uh, there's 18 regular season main slates. And if you equate that, to a sport like MLB, like NBA, where there are, say, 30 main slates a month and six months of main slates, well, that's 180 main slates in an MLB or an NBA season, and there is one-tenth of that in an NFL season. So it just goes to show that NFL can be super high variance, and, you know, it's okay if you haven't had a good week yet, you know, that doesn't mean you're doing something wrong. I think, you know, one of my favorite stories from last season, we had somebody who ultimately ended up winning like a four game playoff slate and they, they beat. And then what they, they posted in discord, they said, I, I lost every single week of the NFL main main slate seat, like regular season. And this win paid for all my losses and made me profitable on the year. Like not to say that they had done anything wrong, just like the variance hadn't fallen their way, but you know, continuing to exercise bankroll management, following the DFS profit plan, getting a good mix of single entries, three maxes, 20 max, 150s, getting a large spread of lineups each and every week is only going to help you smooth out those swings while, you know, while you continue to work and hope for variance to fall your way and you have that being right. So it doesn't sound like you're doing anything super wrong here. Um, I would just stick with what you've been doing and, you know, you can always be looking at like your top 1% equity and, and seeing, you know, how you're faring, on average, are you putting more than your fair share of lineups into the top 1% and kind of go from there, but don't get too hard on yourself only about five weeks into the season here. But good question there. And next question from Motown. This is a good question. Question says, is Sabre score like standard deviation? So Sabre score is our own in-house lineup grading metric. If you go to a traditional optimizer, they are going to be grading lineups based on projected points here. So what a traditional optimizer is doing, it is trying to build lineups that pack in as many projected points as possible. And then if you add in rules, it's abiding by those rules and still trying to put as many projected points into your lineup as possible here. We are not doing that. That is not our goal. Our goal is to build you lineups with high upside because GPPs 
which are all the tournaments that you play on DraftKings, FanDuel, etc., are very top heavy. And most of the money is going to be in the first, you know, one through three positions. So having those very high outcomes in your standings is very important to maintaining a bankroll. And we understand that, right? So what we do is we created Sabre score, which is our internal grading metric. And if you click into it, you can see any one of the formulas here and what comprises the formula. So there is a small weight on average projection of the lineup, but there is a bigger weight on the 95th percentile of the lineup, which is the lineup's upside. And then there is a negative weight on average adjusted ownership. So we're saying, hey, we want to have a decent floor for these lineups, but we care more about the upside. And we also want to basically like tax lineups that have very high ownership. So this is how we account for ownership. This is how we account for lineup upside. And this is how we count for like the, the base value, you know, probably something closer to like the, the cash rate of the lineups, right? So we are taking these values. We are changing the weights based on the contest that you're playing, right? Based on the number of entries in the contest, we're going to change the weights. We're going to have the bigger the contest, the more weight on upside. The smaller the contest, the less weight on upside, but still some weight on upside. So we're using these three variables at different intervals, depending on the contest that you're playing. But that is what Sabre score is. And we think it is a better lineup grading metric than projected score. A really good question. Happy to talk about that one. Next question in the Office Hours channel is, is there a way to write a hockey rule to require that when skaters are stacked from the same team, they must either share an even strength or a power play line? If so, what are the pros slash cons of such a rule? I imagine there isn't much correlation between skaters that don't skate together on any lines, but I don't know hockey. Okay. So let's jump over to NHL here. NHL for Friday, two game slate here. So when you go into your stacking rules or your lineup rules, you can go to stacks and then what you can do is check this box here. So I say stack at least three, and then you're going to pick your skaters but you say must be on the same and you can pick even strength line, power play line, even strength or power play line or even strength and power play line. So we have four different options for you to choose from here. You know, you had it right. That core, uh, you know, skaters that are on the same line are going to be more correlated to each other. Not to say that they're not correlated to other members of their team, but they're just going to be more correlated. So this having this part of the, rule on it just maximizes the correlation so when i'm building nhl lineups when when i play which is like usually only during nba all-star break uh i like to write my rules with this on and i usually use even strength or power play just to give the option there uh to give the builder a little more flexibility but i think that you know turning that on makes a lot of sense and it's something that i do and i directly got that idea from talking with scott who is much more knowledgeable about NHL strategy in general here, but I do like that. All right. Another question here says, are you planning to do any contest flashback walkthroughs for hockey? Like is being done weekly for NFL. Frankly, I haven't heard about this, but I can bring it up internally here. So as like a uh, content request here, so contest flashback 
NHL. You know, NFL is like kind of nice because there's like one main slate a week here with hockey. There's like a main slate every night. So I think that, you know, it's, it's a little harder to do here. I don't know, but I'm happy to bring it up internally and let the team know that people are asking for this, but glad to hear you guys are liking our NFL contest flashback uh, reviews here. So those are all the questions in the Discord. Jumping over to the YouTube chat. First question here from Demetrius. Can you show us your process for a two-game college football slate and for a main slate on Saturday? So if you're looking for, you know, ideas about college football, I'm probably the wrong guy to talk to here. What I would do is I would go to over to our YouTube channel and go to playlists and go to how to beat college football DFS. If you view this playlist, one, you can watch an interview with Jordan interviewing Eric here, who is our data scientist, who's our resident college football expert here and built the college football model. And then you can see how Jordan builds his lineups for a college football slate here. So I would check out these two videos. If you haven't, I, I really do not play college football and do not want to lead you guys astray. So the processes that you see in these videos are going to be much better than what I have to offer you guys. All right. Uh, we are all caught up with questions at the moment here. Uh, you know, like I said before, I just want to remind you guys, if you guys aren't signed up with Saber Sim, we do have a five-day free trial. I always recommend starting on a Friday. That way you get access to all of the weekend sports here. You know, we talked about them earlier. NFL, MLB, PGA, NHL, college football, NASCAR, MMA. We have simulations and support with contest sims for all of these different sport types. So get in the app, check them out. But until Monday, guys, good luck in all of your contests. I look forward to talking to you guys then next show, 2 p.m. Eastern on a Monday. So until then, good luck. Take care in your contest. I will see you all. Thanks. Bye.